You're listening to Shine On, a podcast presented by Solar Power Europe, the European Association for Solar Power. Join us as we shine a light on the latest developments in the solar sector. Hello and welcome to Shine On, a podcast presented by Solar Power Europe. I'm your host, Lucas Clark Memler, and in our new series, 100% Renewable Europe, I will talk with key figures representing different sectors of the energy transition about what is needed to reach a 100% renewables-based energy system by 2050. In this episode, I'm happy to have the chance to speak with Aristoteles Chantavas, the president of Solar Power Europe. Thanks for being here, Aristoteles. Thank you for hosting me. I'm very happy to, to be with you today. Excellent. And can I ask where you're calling in from today? Yes, uh, I'm calling in uh, from my, my office in Athens, uh, Greece, where uh, it's a very sunny day, very good for uh, the solar facilities in the country. Oh, well, I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear that. So why don't we start off with you uh, introducing yourself to our listeners and telling us a little bit about your vision and goals as president of Solar Power Europe. Very good. I'm uh, Aristoteles Hadavas, I'm uh, president of uh, Solar Power Europe. And about my vision and goals for uh, Solar Power Europe, first I'd like to say that it's a real honor for me to lead the board of Solar Power Europe in this uh, crucial time with the European Green Deal representing a unique opportunity to promote the role of solar power in the European energy market. It's my goal that the association will uh, reinforce its relationship with European institutions in order to ensure that solar plays a key role in the Green Deal framework, as it should. We need to empower innovative technologies to accelerate the energy transition. That's great. So uh, as you know, today we're talking about the uh, study, 100% Renewable Europe. So for people who haven't read the study, could you please uh, summarize the main findings? Yes. Back in April, Solar Power Europe and Lut University launched a report that models a 100% renewable scenario for Europe to reach climate neutrality before 2050. This study is uh, the first of its kind to model a fully renewable pathway to achieving climate neutrality for the European energy system, presenting three transition pathways with varying levels of ambition. One scenario considers 62% renewables by 2050 and no fulfillment of the Paris Agreement. The moderate scenario considers 100% renewables by 2050 and the leadership scenario considers 100% renewables by 2040. And there are five key findings. First, it is proven that Europe can achieve climate neutrality before 2050 with 100% renewable energy system. This will comply with the ambitious 1.5 Celsius degree of the Paris Agreement target without resorting to carbon sinks. A 100% renewable system in Europe will lead to the sharpest decline in greenhouse gas emissions, which will decline by over 60% by 2030 comparing to the 1990 levels, and down to zero in 2050, or even in 2040 in the leadership scenario. A key finding of the report is also that the low ambition pathway in Europe is a burden for our society, both from a climate change 
and an economic perspective. The 100% renewable scenarios result in lower per unit energy costs and show that achieving climate neutrality by 2050 is more cost-effective comparing to a lower level of ambition. And this is very important. Moreover, a 100% renewable system in Europe will be primarily a solar story. In all scenarios, with solar power set to generate more than 60% of EU's electricity by 2050. Finally, to achieve a 100% renewable Europe, the European Union energy systems need a high rate of electrification and sectoral integration. This is absolutely necessary to achieve our goal. Mm, yeah, there's some impressive uh, findings there, definitely. And I think you've, you've even already answered this for me, but I want to just uh, spell this out to make it perfectly clear to our audience. Uh, do you think a 100% renewable energy system is possible to achieve before 2050? And uh, what are the main benefits of such a system? Yes, as I said, and I guess for sure uh, it's possible. A 100% renewable energy system in Europe is absolutely possible from a technical perspective. It's the most affordable and safest option to achieve climate neutrality in our continent by 2050. There are uh, significant benefits in choosing a 100% renewable energy pathway. Perhaps the most important is that by opting for 100% renewable energy, we are able to reduce greenhouse gas emissions substantially, and that will help mitigate the climate change. Going 100% renewable will lead to more jobs and sustainable growth in Europe. In the report, it's very important to say that it's forecasted that over 4 million jobs in solar can be created by 2050. But to achieve this, it's imperative that we, as business leaders, will keep pushing on this growth trajectory and will be united to provide a clear guidance to policymakers. Definitely. And to be a little bit more specific now, can you discuss some of the highlights of the study in the three different sectors that were modeled? So that's the power, the heat, and the transport sector. Yes. One of the key findings in the report is that the high rate of electrification and sectoral integration is essential to achieve a 100% renewable and integrated energy system. Starting with power, the drive towards electrification of about 85% in the 100% renewable scenarios enhances sectoral integration, resulting in significant system efficiency gains. As a consequence, we achieve to lower the cost of the transition, renewable energy electricity emerges as the prime energy carrier in future energy systems. The report also demonstrates that electrolyzers for uh, hydrogen production is a significant complementary technology for a 100% renewable energy system. From 2030 onwards, renewable hydrogen contributes to the full decarbonization of the heat and transport sectors, becoming Europe's second key energy carrier. In the leadership scenario, in fact, by 2040, Europe can even become an exporter of renewable hydrogen's product, synthetic fuels. The report also unveils that batteries will provide the vast majority of electricity storage in a 100% renewable energy system. 
as the share of solar and wind increases significantly beyond 2030, electricity storage becomes crucial in providing an uninterrupted energy supply, backing up to 24% of European electricity demand. As the most cost-efficient storage technology, batteries will contribute up to 98% of electricity storage. Moreover, the report points out that for a 100% renewable transport sector, there is a need for significant volumes of synthetic fuels for marine and aviation. From an only 8% share of renewables today, the transport sector has the longest way to go to reach 100% renewables in Europe. Direct electrification emerges as the most efficient solution to decarbonize road transport, but the aviation and marine sectors will rely heavily on renewable synthetic fuels. Last but not least, heat pumps emerge as a core part of a 100% renewable energy system with over 60% share of heat generation by 2050. While final heat demand will grow by 2050, European heat generation capacity is dominated by heat pumps and direct electric heating solutions. Excellent. So again, to, to talk more about the specifics of the report, and now from a policy perspective, uh, I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about what needs to happen on an EU or member state level to ensure that this 100% vision of a, of a renewable Europe is achieved. So can you talk about that? Yes, this is a very good question. To achieve an energy system based on 100% renewables by 2050, where uh, solar and wind are the main pillars of the energy transition, policymakers must focus on creating the right policy and financing frameworks to open the way for a terawatt dimension growth. As a first step, the European Union should convert the objective of climate neutrality into law and review the EU 2030 greenhouse gas targets to comply with the Paris Agreement targets. European governments need to implement the right policies and remove existing barriers in permitting and regulation. Solar Power Europe and seven other trade associations sent a letter to the European Commission urging for concrete actions to solve permitting bottlenecks for renewables. Also, by 2030, policymakers must prioritize renewable-based electrification, paving the way to the development of competitive and sustainable hydrogen solutions where low-cost solar and wind will act as prime energy carriers. Additionally, we must invest in upgrading, expanding, and modernizing Europe's electricity grids. Electricity grids are uh, fundamental to enabling high levels of electrification and sectoral integration, as well as for the cost-efficient achievement of a 100% renewable energy system in Europe. Policymakers look to accelerate the deployment of decentralized flexibility resources. In this case, the rollout of smart and efficient decentralized solution and demand response, such as, for example, EV charging stations, heat pumps, and battery storage, 
will support a more flexible and efficient energy system. We must also roll out an industrial strategy for solar power. By 2050, solar energy could power nearly two-thirds of Europe's electricity generation, which forms the foundations of the energy system. Supporting large-scale industrial deployment of existing innovative European solar solutions and technologies is essential to enable long-run energy security. Solar PV manufacturing needs to be strengthened as a key part of the European green economy and has to be included in any European industrial strategy. Finally, policymakers must focus on developing skills and training programs to unlock the potential of solar jobs. Today, there is a lack of a skilled European workforce in clean energy technologies, which has uh, become a critical bottleneck that could hamper the deployment of renewables. As I mentioned earlier, we cannot forget that solar is the most job-creating renewable technology and could deliver over 4 million green jobs in Europe by 2050. That's great. And I think that's a very helpful summary of the report and the policy dimension of it. This has been helpful for me to, to get an overall sense of the report, and I'm sure it'll be helpful for our listeners. And finally, I'm wondering if you have any last message you'd like to send to our listeners today. Yes, an optimistic one. We can return to an impressive growth for solar market over the next five years. This is a favorable time to invest in technologies of the future, which will ensure that we meet the energy and climate targets. Today, solar power is delivering low-cost and reliable energy to millions of households and businesses around the world. And it's imperative that we keep up this momentum as the world slowly recovers from the COVID-19 outbreak by ensuring solar is acknowledged in the stimulus packages. My message to listeners is that I hope that our report, and of course this uh, podcast series, offers a new perspective to the discussion on how to enable a true European Green Deal. No other similar report has been as ambitious as uh, this one. No existing study explores 100% renewable energy scenario in Europe without carbon sinks, nor models 100% renewable energy scenario for Europe by 2040. Now is the time that we and our governments have to focus on the sustainable future of our children. That's a wonderful message to end on, a message of hope. So thank you, Aristoteles, for joining me today. And I hope that the listeners have found this as interesting as I have. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Solar Power Europe's report, 100% Renewable Europe, is the first study of its kind to model a fully renewable pathway to achieving climate neutrality for the European energy system. The key finding is that Europe can achieve climate neutrality before 2050 with a 100% renewable energy system, and that a low ambition energy transition pathway is a burden for society from both a climate change and economic perspective. Discover all the insights of the study at solarpowereurope.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, shine on.